What is going on, everyone? This is episode 41 of the Attack of Zero podcast. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. Carl, what's going on today, man? We had SCG Philadelphia over the weekend. Um, team open. Pretty kind. It was kind of a weird open just because it's like half of the format and standard was the same deck. So it's just like. They wanted to show off standard on camera, but all the decks were mirror matches of the same style of decks. And, and so day two like, was kind of weird. Day two yeah. kind of was like, just like this weird intermediate coverage day. They didn't really cover a whole lot of standard like we were expecting them to. Which is unfortunate, man, because like I've really enjoyed Eldraine as a set, but just there's a couple cards that uh, have been... Uh, been legal in the format before that just kind of make it not fun so these uh, these new Eldrin cards are just overshadowed by by things like Golos and Field of the Dead so noting that um, MC5 is not this weekend but next weekend on the 19th and 20th same, uh, and same weekend as SCG Regional so those go into that yep uh, they moved our banning restricted announcement to the day after MC5 ends on the 21st of October. Is that Monday? That'd be the Monday after Mythic okay. Championship 5. And so, notably, um, they published that announcement after um, deck lists for MC5 were due. Yep. So I have a feeling that they saw these deck lists and saw how many submissions for various Field of the Dead. Golos decks there were, and went, well, shit, this can't possibly end well. Yep. So, once again, in the history of very short time, uh, we're looking at probably another standard banning. Yeah, that's gonna say, standard is just the power level of cards is a little you know, bit man, stronger than what they're anticipating. You know, man, I'm not actually upset about that. They're, they're willing to push the envelope and try new things and test out just how powerful they can make stuff. And, you know, sometimes they need to balance the format. And they, a lot of people see that as a negative. I, I kind of see it as a positive here. Like, they're willing to say, hey, we messed up. We need to fix this. Can we go back and just fix modern, too, while we're looking at standard <laughs> stuff? Nah, modern is accessible of degeneracy. It's always been like that. It'll be fine. Say we take out Box Opal and like Urza and Emery and if you take out Box Opal and Urza, you just leave Emery. Emery can't really do anything by herself because it's like a turn to Emery. Yeah. So. If we could, uh, honestly, if we got rid of like Mistress Bubble and Mox Opal, I'd be happy because that um, actually shuts off like turn one shenanigans. They just play Welding Jarn with a zero drop. I, I guess. They play. They'll go welding jar, mox amber, emery, flip four over, have a blue mana to cast like an optera serum visions or something. And then they also have welding jar to protect their uh, their mox amber. Yep. I could see but, it. I don't but hate it. It's not two. It's not having like three mana on turn one, where you get to go mox opal, mox amber. Welding like Mistress Bobble Island, play Emery, use two mana the 
that you have to cast some other spell and proceed to just go nutter butters, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, slowing the deck down is what needs to happen. Like, the deck's play patterns are, you could interact with it and you can beat it, but when it just goes so quickly, it kind of just is hard to get underneath it like that. Um, the best deck to get underneath it currently is Neo Brand. <laughs> Because that's the only deck that can go turn one somebody, it, basically. like yeah. turn one somebody. Um, but yeah, uh, standard's kind of in a rough spot right now. Uh, the top eight of this open was seven Golos decks and one Simic Flash midrange deck. Um. Five of the Golos decks are Bant Golos, one's Assaultai Golos, and then one is Golos Fires. Which was super cute. It's uh, pretty much the Golos deck, but we're playing Fires of Invention. So that was yeah, kind of and uh, that card, if you haven't played against it, is really obnoxious. Um, so Fires of Invention is red and three for an enchantment. Uh, you can cast spells only during your turn, and you can cast no more than two spells each turn. So, like, setting a restriction right there. Uh, you may cast spells with converted mana costs less than or equal to the number of lands you control without paying their mana costs. So it basically doubles your mana. Yep. Uh, people have been doing stuff with... Um, like, the the blue Cavalier, Cavalier of Gales, is like yeah. just having a, what, 5-6 Brainstorm, 5-5 five, five Brainstorm. Yeah, that one and the red one together, they've been using that a lot. And then, like, the red one, because you don't spend mana to cast it, you can then just pump all your, your mana into giving things haste and turn sideways. So, yeah. um, I have not been impressed with the Fires decks right now. But just slotting it into this Golos deck is probably just obnoxious. Yeah. Just uh, having having the the ability to <clears throat> just go way over the top of your opponent is absurd. The other big benefit for Fires of Invention in this Golos deck is your Fae of Wishes means you get to grab any of your sideboard cards, and if you don't have the right mana for your sideboard cards, you can still you can cast still them. Cast them. Exactly. And these Fae of Wishes decks have been really cool. Like, uh, specifically looking at, uh, like, Jonathan Rossum's uh, winning list here. He has two Assassin's Trophy, a couple negates, some Veil of Summers, a uh, Devout Decree, and a Time Wipe. So, like, you know, a little bit of utility there where when it's good, he has access to those. Um, is Edgar... Edgar and Jonathan's list are the exact same. Correct. They look the exact same. They are. Cool. Yeah, they are. Uh, right. The goal is Fires has a lot of cool sideboard cards. Like, there's a Wait, chance like... for glory. <laughs> there's a shared summons. There's a Nicol Bolas Dragon God to grab. There's Casualties of War. There's a Deafening Clarion. Enter the God Eternals. Like... Planner cleansing, planner wi- plan, plain wide celebration of all things. Like his is all over the place, and the fact that like with fires and fail wishes, you can just cast any of these spells. So, yeah, the, the fact that you can go like on turn four, play fires, fay of wishes for 
whatever in the next turn. Like, specifically, like, you can you can play Fires, play Fave, which is, and then, like, next turn, Unmoored Ego, their fields, and then, like, mm-hmm. you are so far ahead game one that, like, they, they can't catch up to you. Exactly. Um, like, if you're behind, you can just go get, like, plain wide Celebration and go over the top of them. Shared Summons goes and gets, like, Hydrocrasis and Golos, or Golos and Kenrith if you're already ahead. Uh, Shared Summons is actually a really interesting card that uh, I haven't seen a lot of people playing. It's always been something that has interested me in Standard. It seems like a very powerful card, um, but its restricted mana cost of you know, being 5 mana is like kind of off-putting. But in a deck like this where you're just wanting to dump as much mana as possible as quickly as possible, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, looking at some of these other decks outside of the top eight, and Matthew Nass's Simic Flash mid-range deck, pretty much is what this is. Yeah, it's like Simic food, more than Simic yeah, Flash. Yeah, basically. Um, there's the Jeskai Fires decks, which uh, were really cool because they're just like these Planeswalker decks with Fires of Invention. That's just like your kill condition is Sarkon, like turning all your planeswalkers into dudes and killing them that way. Like yep. you don't win any other way. And that's that was kind of cool to like watch people try to do that and maneuver that way. But it just felt really weak to just like any kind of counter magic whatsoever. I love this uh this Jeskai deck with the nickel bullets in their sideboard. And the yeah. casualties of war. Like casualties of war, nickel bullets, Kaya's Wrath. Plain wide celebration, like there's all kinds of goodies here on the board for you to go get. Like that's the cool part about fires of mention. We we're talking about it with the Golos deck. It gets even better when you're playing like control style decks like this and just need to be able to just like sorcery speed answer the board on some things because now you can't cast things at instant speed anymore. So now being able to just like oh I can go and grab my casualties of war and just clean up what I need to clean up, or I can go and grab. Um, like Nicol Bolas Dragon God and just clean up that way or the Elder Spell if I'm against opposing Planeswalkers and things like that. So that's kind of cool. So uh, I'm looking at uh, Hunter Krott's Four Color Fires deck here in uh, in 13th place. Um, we're basically Grixis splashing white mainboard for Tefiri. Uh, looks like Tefiri's the only white card in the 75. Um, I'm not mad about that. No, no Fae of Wishes here. Um, Fires of Invention with Drawn from Dreams is kind of hot. Just is like free, free um, dig through time that then like you can also just cast a spell you go and get. Yeah. Elder spell here for the other Planeswalker decks, and then just like you know a slew of Planeswalkers between Liliana, Narset, Nicol Bolas, uh, the Royal Scion showing up here as just additional card advantage, and then going over the top of your opponent with Sarkon. Yeah. Interesting take. Um, I would be interested in seeing actually how powerful this deck is on its own compared to, you know, a team tournament. Yeah. Speaking of team tournaments, what do we have over in the modern seats? Anything interesting? Um, Look at that. Besides, a bunch of Urza. Besides the Urza paradoxical outcome decks and this affinity list playing Ginger Brutes, um, and all that glitters. It's not a whole lot of new things that we like come to expect. Um, 
we're back to we were back to this very degenerate, very fast format again, where everyone's just trying to turn three or turn four each other again. The Wonderland that was Stoneforge Mystic has passed, and we're just trying to go fast again. Uh, Amulet Titan ended up in the first spot in the team tournament uh, with four Once Upon a Time, and I don't think there's any other new cards. Oh, so this this is cute. Uh, so they can play Field of the Dead now in their Adlet Titan deck and just be this stupid Field of the Dead deck as well. Yeah, you can just go, like, bounce land, pick up a land, replay a land. Um, we also have a couple Castle Garenberg here, um, so you can accelerate into Titan yeah. as well. It turns, what, five mana into six? Yeah, so you so. just get an additional mana out of it. Um, Field of the Dead is, at this point older tech. Um, I've seen it popping up in Amulet Titan from time to time. Um, it's also been... I've also seen it out of um, Valakut as well. Um, I've seen a non-zero amount of them coming in, like, post-board for, like, yeah. control, where you're just like, well, here's my land drop, go. Yeah, the here's big man land drop. starting to yeah. use it. And, like, I think that's when you can just be like, man, this card is not particularly fair yeah um second and third place we have urza's outcome i'm assuming this is the emery deck yep um yep. Emery new cards here jeskai ascendancy there's no jeskai there's none in the second place list is there any in the third nope uh nope um, they were pretty much playing the same stock list there yeah so new cards here we have four emery liquor of the lock um this the third place list, Dylan Donegan's list, is playing a witch, Wishclaw Talisman, as well as three Witching Wells. Like, you um, just win if you just have Wishclaw Talisman with this deck, so. Yeah. You just get to go, alright, go do my thing. Um, Dylan's version is playing a Nexus of Fate is second place list as well? They are, okay. Yeah. So it looks like they are on the exact same 75 then. Yeah, so they're most... I know their main boards are the same. I'm not sure if their sideboards are exactly the same. They are not. They're slightly different. Uh, Dylan uh, only has three Oko as opposed to four. The um, cool seventh, the seventh place list has mirrored and besieged as what as its additional one gone, which is super cute. Uh, just being able to either a make a bunch of one ones and then pick it up you need to, and then replay it as the Phyrexian half to uh, win the game, essentially. Seems really, really cute. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other decks were two Amulet, there's an Amulet Titan, there's a Titan Shift, there's a Monogreen Tron. So you're either playing Urza, or you're playing Big Mana. Which yep. is kind of a shitty position for Modern to be in. Um, so looking Same. at the top eight, we have Amulet Titan, Titan Shift, Amulet Titan, uh, and uh, Mono Green Tron. I'm sorry. Sorry, Ari. You uh, didn't quite make top eight. You bubble boy today. And then we have four Urza decks. And then to round out the top eight, we have this Affinity deck with the, the all all the glitters like you talked about. And notably, they did switch to Mountain for a Plains like, like we talked about. So Yes. Not not saying we're geniuses, but we got something right at least. <laughs> Thank God they listened. Like um, you just you just, uh, you just swap that mountain for a plane so you can play your four of instead of your two of. 
Plus, that makes Dispatch a little bit better mm-hmm. as a sideboard card. You can also play Deafening Silence as a little bit better of a sideboard card now, too. So Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, anything else you want to touch on on Modern? It it seems... I mean, we're, we're going to talk about more Modern here after a while with, with Indy coming up this weekend, so... Yeah, we could move on. There's not a whole lot here besides... Besides, like, what we've already talked about. Um, who was the seventh place modern seat? Josh, Josh McClain. Josh McClain with Urza's outcome. I was I was seeing who uh, Andrew Beckstrom and Matt Nass's modern player was, and I don't recognize that name. I don't either. Hmm. So then, looking over at uh, Legacy, Daryl Ayers coming in first with Teamer Delver. Pretty stock at this point. We got a Renin Sixes, some Force of Wills, some Stifles. Yeah, nothing nothing overly impressive here. Nothing that just shouts at me that this is uh, new. Um, we do have a Return to Nature, which is a fairly new card in the board. And I'm not entirely sure what we're doing with um, I think it's a combination of just like it hits artifacts or enchantments and it's like get your Mini card surgical. out of your graveyard. Yeah, I guess. It helps against like opposing random sixes who want to just keep hitting wastelands over and over and over. You just take the wasteland out of the gate out of the graveyard. Hmm. Okay. I feel like that's all it's for. Like you have graph diggers cages for like dredge and the other like graveyard based decks and legacy, so I'm just like because this exile card from a graveyard isn't enough against the graveyard deck, so it has to be something with Renin Six probably related, right? I I just don't think that's enough to like dictate wanting it. It's just a modal card. Yeah, I guess. I don't hate it. I kind of hate it. Uh it's 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 a sacrifice you have to make sometimes. Uh, what do you think of Zansiad's uh, Zansiad's list? Uh, I've been trying to build this in modern for a very long time, and like since Elvis Reclaimer and Night of the Reliquary, like I said, I picked those up and just like trying to figure out a way to build this, and this is pretty close. Uh, well, unfortunately, we don't have Dark Depths in modern. Otherwise, I think this deck would be actually modern playable, like modern portable. You can play it in modern. <laughs> it's pretty close to being modern portable. Um, um, the the obvious big ones we're missing are like also Mox Diamonds. Like all the sun. all the big like spells in the main deck are the problem, and then like the Dark Depths. Which, but if you have your own like suite of spells that can do stuff in the deck, plus probably play like Tireless Tracker, you could probably get pretty close. Um, yeah, if we're if we're not able to play Green Sun, so we can just play like. Finale of Devastation, I guess, and have our, our Green Sun on two. I don't hate that idea. Swords is just path. Yep. Prop Rot, we don't have a good ro- uh, a good replacement for either. No, but Crop Rot's in there because we are a Dark Devs deck. We just want to call the people sometimes. We're also so not that- on all four Elvish Reclaimers, so you could easily port one of those there. Yep. And then, like, the, the two big ones here for spells are Mox Diamond and Sylvan Library. Yeah, like, 
card advantage is hard to come by in green, and like the best one's probably like Tyler's Tracker. Or even just like a second life from the loan too. Yep, and then so Mox just... Diamond is just like an accelerant, but we don't have to worry about trying to get our two drops out on turn one underneath like certain things, so maybe the Mox Diamonds aren't necessary for modern. It just depends on how fast you want to go, I guess. Like Probably play these Thalias instead. Thalia's a disruption piece against yeah. your opponents. Yeah. I don't hate it. Then we're just basically playing like a a Maverick style um uh, like aggressively slanted like lands list. Yeah. Not bad. What do you think of this uh this fourth place chess guide mentor list? Is this the all modern cards deck pretty much? It it is the all modern cards plus force of will plus brainstorm. Uh, I, I guess we also have a counter spell in here. Like I just don't like these decks. I I I understand that all too. There's well, man. so much more powerful things you can be doing in Legacy. Why are you playing modern legal cards, Monastery Mentor, and Snapcaster Mage? <laughs> there are so many better things you could be doing in Legacy. You have access to so many more cards. Uh, I like this Aluren list in 6th place. I am a yeah. fan of Aluren. I always like Aluren. This deck is very interesting, man. I didn't know Veteran Explorer got a reprint. I haven't yeah. seen this art. That's really hot. I like it a lot. Only Why because... Why is this deck playing Ice Fang Kodal? Like, how can it be bad, right? Yeah, I mean, like... Kotal plus, is it Parasitic Strix? That you can pick a thing up. Pick up a black permanent. Nope. No, no, that's Cavern Harpy. There we go. Cavern Harpy yeah, plus Parasitic Strix is infinite, right? You combo them out. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like sitting here reading cards because I have never actually played against this deck, so I'm not 100% sure how it plays out, but yeah, you, you play a Lauren and then you combo off between, like, you're you're basically gonna go, like, Kotal and, like, Manowar and just have all these disruptive creatures, basically, and then we go Cavern Harpy plus Parasitic Strix, uh, bounce our Parasitic Strix, Cavern Harpy returns itself, you know, rinse and repeat, kill you. Yeah. And for Always those of those... Yeah, they, these these cards are weird. They they definitely don't make them like they used to, man. Nope. Uh, there's a storm in fifth place, which I believe is your call for last week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just traditional, traditional ad nauseum tendrils. Yep. Out of the board, nothing. I mean, we got some Vela summers. I actually kind of like the the idea of cutting these Zantid Swarms and just playing Veil of Summers. Because then, like, you are opening yourself up to the Zantid Swarm dying to, like, an Abrupt Decay or a Trophy or anything. You're just like, I start comboing off. If you have a counter spell, I have Veil for it. Yeah. Hmm. What else we got? Anything interesting? Uh, Dredge has made its way into the top eight. Um, looks pretty stuck. 
Um, yeah, this is about as stock as you can get, probably. Uh, we have the Hogak. one Hogak. Yeah, the one Hogak is is interesting here. Um, I don't know why. Uh, Wismare is there strictly for like Leyline, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and then we have Ashen Riders are like reanimator hate. We can just if they go for a um, what's the one Exum, uh, we get to bring in Ashen Rider kill their threat. Um, I'm assuming we just have, like, a very good reanimator plan anyway, like, between Dread Return for Ashen Rider or, like, Silent Gravestone to shut off their, their thing, plus, like, Ley Lines also, Chain of Vapor, like, bounces their thing, like, we have a bunch of cards for that matchup, and I don't think we need all of them. Yeah, it seems like a lot. Granted, how popular is reanimator right now? When, exactly. when you have all these Delver and Jeskai decks running around. Like, Reanimator. Um, I don't even think made an appearance in the top 32. Nope. Uh, only 28 teams made day two, so... Well, it didn't day two. <laughs> yeah, like... This event was kind of just boring. It wasn't the greatest. Yeah, Modern's, Modern's a shit show. Standard was pretty boring. Because you just have, like, one archetype. And then, like, Legacy has been Legacy. Like, not enough people pay attention to it for it actually to have a strong following. Yeah. Plus, everyone's just playing Ren and Six. Yep. Kind of just off it. Um, let's talk about more modern. Let's talk about indie. Yeah, let's, uh... Do you want to talk about indie, or do you want to talk about this product announcement we got today? Uh, let's just get India out of the way so we can save the fun stuff for the end. Sure. Um, so, SCG Indie is this weekend. It is full-on modern, correct? Yeah, it is a full modern single-player event. No teams, nothing going on like that. So how much of a shit show is this tournament going to be? Um, well, let's see here. Depends on how fast the format can adapt to Emery... Outcome decks and big mana. Um, but, like, even still, like, those decks can also just adapt them. Yeah, the thing is, like, adapting to those is you just gotta be able to get underneath it for the most part. Are you saying um, it's time for burn? Like, burn, infect, these decks, like, these are the ones that will be able to beat this pretty consistently because it's just like it's attacking axis that they don't really care about. Until they're dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Infect really is like real good at that. Uh, just getting underneath these decks because it's just like, here's my Emery. Oh well, I'm not gonna block this thing because it'll kill my Emery. And so, I need that to go off. And I'm gonna die now because I just I just didn't block. Um, Dredge is another one that I can get underneath most of these decks now. Uh, I've been playing with Merchant of the Veil. How Merchant is it? of the Veil is fantastic. Playing Merchant of the Veil and Insolent Neonate and getting rid of Shriekhorn is great. Is it everything Faithless Looting should have been? No. No, it's not that good. But it helps a lot. Well, um, I'm, I'm actually really glad to hear that because maybe it's time to just be a graveyard deck again. Too much. Yeah. Uh, there's too much artifact decks right now that maybe it's time for people to step up and display their... Uh, 
display their graveyard decks. Dredge does a good job against the artifact decks with shenanigans being in in the modern format now because we just have recurrable through Graph Digger's Cage artifact hate. Yeah, but like Emery just doesn't care about that, right? Uh, Emery does because if we just like if we have our Leyline of the Voids as well, we can just oh, get them. you're right. Because we're no, there's no way we're beating that deck just straight up face value. Like we have to cheat them out of this, so we're usually playing Leyline of the Void into it just to get them. Um, the other trick is just like having answers to Emery early, like Lightning Axe and things like that. Um, being able to answer their artifacts that matter early, like Mox Opal. If you turn off their fast mana, then a lot of the times they just don't get to do anything until turn three or four, and by that time you have a board state and you just get to win with Dredge. Uh, same kind of rules apply with Infect and Burn. If you just answer their early stuff, like the Mox Opal or the Emery, you usually can get underneath them quick enough to where they can't recover and get back on their feet with Psy and or Urza. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Say all three of these decks have usually had pretty good matchups against Tron as well and Titan Shift has a problem once like Titan Shift being more combo focused now with Once Upon a Time than like anti aggro focus with like Anger of the Gods and stuff means that Dredge and Infect and all these other cards they get better again. So little creatures that can get underneath things is probably the way to go this weekend. Um, pack all your artifact hate for your words of matchups because you're probably gonna play it at least four times probably if this weekend in a big event like that. Oh yeah, um, like even even round one, uh, day one, which is nine rounds, eight rounds, nine. It'll be nine rounds. Like I, I would anticipate seeing it at least at least three times. Yeah. Um. So when's that Moxopal banning coming, man? Is it going to be that Monday? It might be that Monday. I don't know, but it might be Monday. They get man, how how great would it just be if like that Monday they just go like all right. Golos is banned, Field of Dead is banned, Teferi is banned in standard, Modern you have Mox Opal gone, Emery is probably gone, like, and just, like, just, just go through and actually nuke everything. Popper, so Astrolabe great. is banned, like. <laughs> That'd be so great. Just actually go in and just tear up so much just stuff. nuke Ren 6 out of freaking Legacy 2, please, <laughs> while you're at it. Make just, that format fun again, Please. Dude, it's been so, like, disheartening to see it here lately. You're just like, can we please go back to having fun? Like, like now nah, you don't get you watch. Most of these games you watch now are people watching each other back and forth, playing around Wasteland. Yeah. Like. Maybe it's time that people start blood mooning harder. Maybe. Modern Red Prison's got Bone Crusher Giant, which is really, really cute. It's really cute. I'm not saying it's bad, but I like it. I like it a lot because the damage can't be prevented at that at that point. Damage can no longer be prevented, so you just get to do all these cool things with it. And it costs two, so so like it gets around your chalice. Yep. Yeah, the CMC on these cards is weird. So it's like the CMC on Bone Crusher Giant is three mana until it's on the stack. Yep. And then it's two mana when it's stomp, or three mana when it's bone crusher. So that's kind of cool. Um, 
But yeah, as for that, outside of the fast, aggressive decks, the other way to probably get around these big mana decks is to be, like, just an aggressive control-style deck. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe, like, Stoneforge, Azorius, Stoneblade is probably, like, decent enough. You could probably get underneath some things. Um, I would look towards Mardu actually being the better Stoneblade deck right now because you just get to do... The hand disruption thing, you get to do the anti, you get to hate about a bunch of people out because you have to access all the white uh, sideboard cards and all the red sideboard cards that uh-huh. just really mess with people. Uh, Mardu Blade won the 10K in St. Louis this past weekend as well. I actually had not heard that. Uh, and it looked really cool. Uh, I saw the lists on Twitter and it was probably by far my most favorite list out of the top eight that was shown off. It looked really, really good. I'm I'm actually really glad to hear that. Um, so yeah, that's, Stoneforge uh, might not be out of the format quite yet, but uh, people are still going to try to play it. Like, yep, people are going to modern has always been people are going to play what they're wanting to play, and there's nothing you can really do or say about it outside of just like banning it. <laughs> yep. So, oh, that's about all I have for modern. Really, I don't really think there's a whole lot more to talk about. So, if you were, what would you play this weekend if you weren't to play PO? Like, if you were not to play an Emory Paradoxical deck, what would you be playing? Uh, Amulet Titan. I I can appreciate that. That's like the next best combo kill you deck. Either that or Neo Shell, like Neo Brand. That deck is absurd. That's like, the other that, deck that that's deck probably loses, going to get something banned. <laughs> that deck loses to itself, it seems like, more than it loses to their opponent. Emery's kind of getting that way, too. It's like, Emery and Neobrand asks, how do I lose rather than how do I win? Because you have the set win lines. Kind of like how KCI had the set win lines. Mm-hmm. Like, once you hit that win line, you're a, it's deterministic. It's kind of like how Storm, once Storm hits that spot, it's deterministic. It's going to kill you. It's just a matter of how many spells do you want to sit through for them to kill you? So, Amulet Titan uh, is a fast, aggressive deck that can kill people. Plus, like you were saying, it can do the field of death thing, which is kind of cool in these longer, grindier games. Um, So that's kind of neat. I I like that a lot. Um, Outside of that, Neo Brand. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. If you have access to Neo Brand, play Neo Brand. Like, Suit Pick it, it up. up. Start grinding it. Start figuring it out because you probably won't have long to play it. <laughs> uh, if it does well at in, like if it does well at any other tournament, um, it start it starts picking up in popularity again. Then people are going to probably just be like, "Well, how do I beat this turn zero combo?" Pretty much. Play more like, force negation. Exactly. Hope you hope you have force negation in your top seven cards. And if not, sorry, man. Sucks Force suck. plus blue card. Let's go. <laughs> I've actually been able to play around it pretty well with um, the Sahili decks, with like playing Path to Exile and things like that. I, I really like the Sahili decks, but unfortunately, I think they just leave a little too much to be desired in the current format. Like, I'll, I'll gladly play them at FNM, but if I was to go play a, a competitive event, I'm just like, eh. Um, I played the Soul Herder version 
and it was fun. It was really fun. I really I enjoyed it. I left Lethal it. on the table a lot, but I'm just like, it was fun. Uh, I'm excited to try out the Naya version now that I have all the stuff for that, minus like a handful of stuff. But if I go play Epidem tomorrow, the Naya version will probably be what I suit up. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. Like, I'll I, obviously, go we, will, we will be talking, so. Yeah. Um, what would you play in Modern? If you had a choice. Probably Burn, right? Just probably burn just Burn out. again, man. Like, I, I just want to get under my opponent, so why not just try to kill him? Yeah, just burn him out. Um, if I wasn't to play Burn, it would probably be Tron. Tron or Amulet. Um, I have a lot more experience with Tron than I do Amulet, so it would probably get my vote. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't be willing to learn the lines for Amulet. Yeah. Okay. Ready to do this cool announcement they gave us today? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk, man. What do we got? So they did a little Twitter, uh, Twitch thing, little live stream thing we usually do. Like I think it's like once a week. It's like weekly magic or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So we have this cool new pre-constructed box set coming. Uh, they're all silver border cards, except for the lions, of course. Uh, called unsanctioned. They're like, it's like a, from what I've understood, it's like an anthology style unset box set thing. Okay. So you get uh, five combinable 30 card decks for, to play with. Um, there's 16 new cards and then reprinting of a lot of the new, of the older unset cards. Um, also has um, 10 full art basic lands in the box. Uh, five of them will be non-foil, five will be foil. Um, you get like 10 tokens that are double-sided or usable box comes with a, a set of dice which is kind of cool I don't know what they'll be for but it'll be cute it'll be cool and the art they give us for this like promo is it's about as unset as you can get we have a squirrel and a really long nosed goblin like boxing, with these boxing yeah. like really bad magic boxing gloves and this chicken rooster as a referee yeah, it's it's very good. So this has me excited just because the unsets are so much fun to draft and play with. Um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what reprints we get. Um, I could see... I, I would like to see something like the G stands alone so then people can pick them up and use them as food tokens. That'd be cool. Uh, but I'm not anticipating that. Eh, I, don't, never know. I don't know, whatever. It's an unset. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, yep. So I know a couple people who will automatically pick this stuff up, like 100%. as soon as it comes out. This um, is this is not a product for me, but that doesn't mean I won't appreciate it. Uh, comes out February 29th, ninth, twenty twenty. Um, so keep your eyes on the calendars for that. This is going to be a real fun thing. I I feel like these are going to be hard to come by because everybody will want the lands out of them. So people will mm-hmm. find the boxes to get the lands, and then they'll be stuck with a bunch of this bulk. Silver border cards. Uh, if you do that, bring them to me. I'll take the silver border stuff. I have like dozens of the unstable boxes at home that have been opened, and I just have rows of these silver border cards that I can do stuff with. Hmm. Um, the other thing they talked about 
is the mystery booster. Uh, that's about all we know. <laughs> yeah, we have this. Yeah, we have this really cool packaging. It's like black and it's like it's a fully black pack with like this blue and white lettering on it. It's mystery booster convention edition, and it's going to be at Magic Fest Richmond on November eighth through the tenth. So it's fast approaching. Uh, it's, it's about a month away. So yeah, four weeks away from Magic Fest Richmond, which is modern, I believe. Yeah, I I am unsure actually. I think it's modern because this the MC five will be Arena Standard, and then MC six, which is Richmond, I think is modern. I'm pretty sure it's modern. That I I can't I can't confirm, man. I don't ever know what's going on. I can find out. Magic Fest Richmond is a standard Grand Prix. And where's the modern event? Where's the where's the main event? Because the GP isn't the main event, is it? No, I don't believe so. Grand Prix Richmond. That must be. Yeah, it must be just the standard Grand Prix there. That must be the only event they're doing. Hmm, okay. Because I thought this was... I thought Richmond was where they were also doing the... Um, Mythic Championship at as well. Oh, well. Maybe they down... I'm not going to complain, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll get video coverage of it. Yeah, who knows, Mystery man. Booster. Oh my god, that'd be so good if we get video coverage because it has the mystery booster thing. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, anything else you want to talk about? I don't really have anything to talk about this week, man. I think that's about what else, it. What else is there? There's limited GPs, which no one cares about, really. I mean, like, I care about limited, but I don't care about the GP. Like, we're not going to have coverage, so who cares? What have you been playing in standard? Tell you the truth, I haven't really been playing standard. Um, I've been drafting a ton just because I took, like, M20 and, like, I took off for M20. So, like, I'm missing some of the mana bases and I'm missing, um, just, like, some generic mythics and stuff from, like, War of the Spark and stuff. Uh, so I've just been drafting a ton, trying to build up my collection a little more. And I have done, I've actually been taking stats of my my drafts. Um, I have done nine drafts and I have a win percentage just above like 60%. So, um, I've gone six, six and one twice. Um, of those nine, Oh, of those eight, the ninth one is still in progress. And I think I'm like two and one in it right now. Um, I've had a lot of fun. It's, it's really sweet. This limited format is really cool. Um, the fact that, like, Mono Blue, like, has this, like, really sweet mill strategy, and you just take, like, all the Merfolk secret, uh, secret keepers you, you can possibly find. Um, yeah. Black, I think, is the most powerful color, if you ask me personally, just because, like, Baked Into the Pie, uh, Baked Into a Pie is a really powerful removal spell, 
Um, the food adds in like more like inevitability to control decks versus the aggro decks. Um, so aggro is less dominant. That's not saying there's not a good aggro deck in this limited format. Um, I've definitely been ran over by any like two color pair combination of Mardu Knights. Um, but like I've done a lot of a lot of black drafts. I've done a couple aggro decks, and neither of them went particularly well. Um, I had a a deck where I had Midnight Clock and Folio of Fancies, and that one that one very very easily six one. Yeah. Um, my one loss was because I never drew a third land. <laughs> so um, it's very sweet. I highly recommend playing this this limited format if you haven't done so already. Um, I would not recommend sealed though because the sealed format is atrocious. Yeah, is it that bad? It's pretty bad, man. Um, it's just like there's a lot of a lot of card uh, a lot of formats that come down to like having the best bomb anyway, and this one is no exception. Say I've been just playing standard on arena. I've actually gotten into arena more now that I haven't been able to like leave the house and mm-hmm. go play magic. Uh, I built blue black on arena, playing just like drown in the lock, tyrant scorn, uh, overwhelmed apprentice, and all these just like mill removal cards. And like my top end is like enter the god eternals and Liliana dreadhorde general and like dreadhorde invasion synergies. And it's been doing pretty well. Um, I was gonna say, I know you were you were playing before we started recording, and it seems like you're doing well. Um, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I've been doing a lot of like brewing for brawl as well. So really excited about it. I have not built a brawl deck. I probably won't build a brawl deck. Boo! Um, I'm just not excited for it. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of commander strategy, like commander that's formats, fair. really, that's, to begin that's with. Very so it's just fair. like. Why do I want to play Brawl? I'd play it in paper if I can get the hold of the goddamn decks in paper. That's the problem. Is like they're so expensive in paper too. Like you can't find them at all. Period. I know. Um, I had reports that Walmart had them, but I have not personally seen them at Walmart. Uh, I saw where they were, and they're not there now. Ah, interesting. So yeah, there's that going. Um. I actually have not seen a thrown up Eldraine set up at Walmart at all in the past like week, at least my local Walmart. I was gonna say I don't think I have either. Uh, granted, I don't think I've been to Walmart in the last week. So I went three days ago and it wasn't there when I went by. Interesting. They had Corset set twenty twenty stuff out still, but they did not have any thrown up Eldraine product out. So either it's a really really popular or b they just don't have it in stock and didn't put it out yet. Um, yeah, I think that's about it, though. We got a whole lot more to talk about. Um, next weekend, we're going to probably talk about what happened at Indy. Uh, look towards probably the Mythic Championship. Try to find a way to beat Golos, probably. That's maybe not, maybe, maybe, maybe not been found yet. Yep. Uh, and then maybe preview SCG regionals, which sadly neither of us are going to, I don't think. 
Yeah, I just, I got a lot going on, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to. It doesn't seem like this I'm year, buying so. a house. I can't spend money anymore. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to being an adult. Yep. Once we get the house bought, though, we'll be able to yeah. spend money again. But until then. Like, I'm eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day. So. Yeah, that sounds great. Like, it's like we're just saving everything I can. I went and bought groceries today for the next, like, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid tomorrow. It's like, it's not a big deal, but I was like, everything I get paid is going into the savings account. We're going to push it all in there and hope we have enough money when it comes time to pay the closing costs. Yeah, you'll, uh, you'll have to let me know uh, when you when you get everything finalized, and I'll definitely come up and help you move. So Appreciate it. I accept payment in the form of um, pizza and beer. So we can definitely do that. <laughs> I I think we will be more than suffice then. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to touch on this week, man? Can I rant about how Galarian Ponita is a freaking psychic type? <laughs> Go for it, man. Go okay. for it. So this makes no goddamn sense. Okay, so for those of you who are who don't know what's going on here, um, we have the new Pokemon game, uh, Sword and Shield, coming out in November, correct? Yep. So they have been slowly like previewing uh, new Golarian forms, which is similar to the Alolan forms that they had last uh, last generation, where they are remakes of older Pokemon. Um, I believe. We have seen, what, two other Galarian Pokemon before this at this point? There is Galarian Weezing, Galarian Zigzagoon, and Surfetched, which is a Galarian evolution of Farfetched. I forgot forgot about Zigzagoon. Uh, So Zigzagoon's line. Yeah, everyone forgets about Zigzagoon. Who who cares, though? Exactly. Um, And Pokemon had a uh, 24-hour live stream last week, I believe. Uh, it would be last Friday. It was 24 hours, October 4th. Okay. Uh, they streamed 24 hours of bushes, trees, mushrooms. Yeah, it was just, just like this random back and forest forth. It was just like yeah. this nature shot of everything for 24 hours. And every once in a while, you see a Pokemon float by. I think it was set to a, like every like 15, 20 minutes, a new Pokemon, like a Pokemon would kind of walk by, kind of keep people interested. Um, I think about every, every four hours or so, you see mm. a hint of the Ponita running around. So the Galarian Ponita looks like a My Little Pony, like reference, hundred percent. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, it's got this little unicorn horn. It's pink and purple mane and blues and all these other colors. So... Everyone was, like, super excited because this is going to be, like, a pure fairy-type Ponita and evolve into, like, some cool Rapidash. No. No. So, we don't get a fairy-type. We get a psychic-type. Which Which makes no sense. The part that really irritates me is that it is psychic and Galarian Weezing, which looks like a giant... It it is a smokestack Pokemon because it has a smokestack hat. But it's a freaking bong, man. It is a freaking bong. And for some reason, it's fairy and poison compared to steel and poison, which is probably more accurate of what it wants to be. Like, makes zero sense to why Weezing would want to be poison and fairy. They could have done so many cool things with the Galarian Weezing, and instead we get Smokestack Weezing, 
Poison Fairy. Like you said, it could have been Poison Steel. People have wanted Poison and file, Fire Galarian, like, wheezing for years. Yeah, yeah. And then we got Salandit. So Pokemon's like, oh, we just gave you all a Poison Fire type. We can't give you another one. Oops, sorry, everyone. A Poison Steel type would have been really cool. It would yeah. have, like, double weakness to ground because they probably would have got rid of Levitate if, like, Weezing ever had Levitate. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what its current ability is. There's some weird ability it has, but... Anyway, we're getting off track. Ponita needed to be a fairy type. It lives in the fairy goddamn forest of this game. <laughs> it's surrounded by Morlul, Shenotic, Impidimp. All these Pokemon are fairies. Why the hell is Galarian Ponita not a fairy type? That would have made too much sense. It would have been like perfect storytelling. And nope, we got to be Pokemon and fucking ruin it. And just, hey, what what do you want? Yeah, let's not do that. Let's give you half of what you want. I'm already sad because my wife wants Pokemon Sword, which means she gets Surfetched. means I get stuck with Pokemon Shield, and I'm stuck with the Psychic Galarian Ponita. Uh, Tiffany Tiffany and I have not talked about uh, who is getting what. Granted, we only have one Switch. So it would just probably be like, hey, this is the game I want. Is that okay? Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, we probably won't get ours till Christmas time. So. Perks Since, of being an adult, right? Yeah. And say, we'll, get, we'll get our copies at Christmas time probably because that, like, Pokemon comes out three days before the closing date. <laughs> Ew. Oh. So, oh. just like, uh, if it was after the closing date, I would pick it up. I do get paid after the closing date. So, I might pick it up early. But, um, we'll see what happens if the money, like, Let's, if we have enough money to pick it up after that. But that's my rant. I'm done with Pokemon like for the day. I'm going to go make food, probably. And eat. Food sounds good. I should probably do the same. Food does sound good. That can be about it. I think so, man. I think that'll do it for us. Um, as always, you can you can find us on, on Twitch and on uh, Twitter. Twitter's the first one. There we go. Um, you can find me... The podcast at Attack for Zero. You can find myself at Carter Noble twenty five. Uh, you can find Carl at Musical underscore thirty three. Uh, Carl and I are both on Twitter as well. If you wanna, if you wanna come by, give us a like and, and a follow and all that good stuff. Um, best that you can also find us on Discord. Uh, we have a Discord server. If you would feel free to join that, the link is down in the show notes. Um, questions, comments, concerns can always be emailed to us. Um, past that, I think that's everything. Did I did I get everything in the outro this week? I think so. Alright, cool. Um, I think that's everybody. We'll be back next week to talk some more modern and figure it out past that. So, thank y'all. Have a good night. Peace.